Or we start right now. Yeah. And talk crap about him for not being here. We can hold, we can, if it's, you know, we can hold our own. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be just fine without him. Okay. Well, you say the word. You want me to do the intro? Sure. Or do you want to do it? I think I've done it more times than you have. So, okay. Why don't you give it a shot? Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Cole. I'm Aaron. And I'm Phil. And I'm Phil. <laughs> now we have to say the, the last part at the same time. We slum it hard. We oh, slum it hard. We slum it hard. So you don't, you have, don't to. have to. Nailed it. We'll sync it. We'll fix it yes. in post. Yes. We'll definitely fix it in post. So, so Phil. Oh. Yes. Aaron is no longer with us. He Wait. died. That's not what I mean. Aaron is currently not with us. He's in currently dead. Temporal. In this, in this mortal coil. Aaron is. <laughs> there's got to be a better way to say this. Aaron is. Indisposed. Currently... There you go. That's that's a that's a way to say it. That is better than what I said. Is that that's the word, right? Oh no, wait. Indisposed. What does indisposed mean? I think so. I just looked it up. Slightly what is unwell. It? Or averse okay. slash unwilling. So that means he doesn't want to be here. Oh. Ooh. Currently indisposed. I'll say this. That that reminds me. I was at a, um, oh, so that a big shot. Like they're sick. Or... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. sick. Okay. But that's when they don't want. You said when they don't want to. It could also mean, yeah, like you're indisposed Either one. to attend something. Yeah. Um. So... I was at a big shot meeting a couple couple weeks ago, like the whole school district, all the teachers, and one of the superintendents, one of the assistant superintendents was was like kind of emceeing the event. And they uh -huh. said way, way more it, like they gave like a twenty minute presentation and they said way, way too many times without further ado. And I was okay. like, listen Which is I, right. I know, but like, I feel like you, you're allowed to say it once. You say that once. Yeah. Because it's like, that's how you transition between like, that's how you end, start right? or to the start. It's like, we we're doing like little intro garbage and then it's like, okay, without further ado, here's the main deal that you're here for or whatever. Right. But I, I think she was using it like. I'm done talking about this person and now I'm going yeah, to introduce that's not, this person. It's not just like a transition from one thing to the yeah, next. She kept saying, without further ado, the next person I'm going to introduce. <laughs> and then that person would come up and talk. Da, da, da. And then she'd come yeah, back and she'd weird. talk and she'd go, and without further ado. And I'm like, no, no, no. You, okay. It, it's, it's didn't cross my mind that you use it one time. But yeah, like, I think 
I think that's all you get. I think you just get one. Yeah. Like, are we only allowed to use it once a day? What's, what's, what should be the... Once per event, I think. Once per event. Okay. You should turn your camera yeah, off, though. I'm, I'm good with that. Probably. Once per event. Is, am I getting I'm getting funky? I'm getting pretty bad. Which is even worse than when there's only two of us. Yeah, I'm going to turn off my hentai. What, what was it called? Is that what it was called? Hentai, you virgin. Hentai. <laughs> also, you but virgin. like, here's the weird thing. Like, the fact that somebody doesn't know about freaking animated porn, like, that would make, like, the fact that you know what it is makes you more of a virgin. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you're making fun of me because I don't know the name for cartoon porn. Like, that, y you guys are the virgins. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you're the you're the psycho who knows what is called. Yeah, like you know I just that it has its own name. Actual women in real life, you know. <laughs> Freaking school kids, man! They're so dumb. Hey. Uh oh. What? Speaking of virgins. Here? Hey. Is that what we couldn't? Speaking of virgins. So Oh, it still says audio connecting, so he can't oh, talk crap about it because he's Speaking of virgins. It. Speaking of virgins who can't drive. Hey, Aaron, we're already recording, so you better get your crap together fast. And don't say anything, you know, that the <laughs> you will regret. Don't say the racist things you normally say before oh. we start recording. Yeah, we can hear you. Sorry. I'm here now. Hey, Aaron. Oh. Hey. Oh, this, Cole, you just reminded me. Um, at the uh, the training thing that I was at the other day, Is this in an episode they put us into small groups. Already? We're inside yes. of an episode, okay. Aaron. Nice. It feels... We're, we're deep. You're very quiet, though. Aaron, oh, turn up right your... On, right on, right on. Cool, 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 cool. How's that? How's that? How's that? Better? Maybe a little, little more. A little more. Juice it a little more. You got the juice. Juice. Um, so I was at this training thing the other day. They put us into small groups, like, and they mixed us up by department. So I didn't know any. Like, I was with a bunch of people I don't, I don't work with, and I don't ever talk to. And we were talking about the word, uh you know, the internal biases that we have. And there were and a bunch of different saying biases. Uh, yeah, biases. No, they didn't say it because it was written down. They made us say oh, it. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and there were like all these different, and I didn't know this. There's like different kinds of biases, biases, just biases. It's not biases. Bi Only pretentious people pronounce it like that. I say biases. By bias. Does it bother uh, you when people say, say stuff like that? Only biases. Um, it doesn't bother. I wonder, me, but I wonder about them. People act as if that's the correct way to say it, and it's not. I just wonder about them. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the proper. That's not the way that we pluralize. Yeah, it's not like anymore. theses. It, it's like if the word was biases, 
If the singular was biases, then it would be biases, but it's not. Correct. Is this a like a like a Greek Latin thing? Or if it was biasus, it would be biasi, I guess. No, I'm going to start saying biasi. The plural of is words is es, but it's but when you add an es, it's not a long e; it's a short e. Yeah, it's a shorty. shorty. I'm going to start saying. We have Jordy a lot of inherent, memory in my we head. Have, we all have our own bias. I didn't say bias us. Bias us. I'm gonna say bias. A lot of biases. Bias them. Bias. Bias. Yeah. Biome. Uh, so, biome. <laughs> Several biome. So I said. Uh, uh, so so one of like different kinds I'm of. Aaron. So the first one on the list was uh, confirmation bias. And I said, and somebody was like, so like, okay, so we're supposed to like have an example of that. And I go, okay, I've got one. So like if I, if I'm driving down the highway and like, and this car like cuts me off like really slowly and I'm like, who the hell's driving this car? And I pull up, I'm like, oh, of course it's a woman. And I go, so that's like, that's like a confirmation bias, right? And they're like, and somebody goes, yeah, that's perfect. And I don't remember what the next bias was, but I ma- I gave another example of women drivers. That was sexist? Oh, geez. And, that's awesome. And, and the, the women at the table turned on me so freaking quick. It was oh, so man. awesome. And what's really funny is there was one – it was all women at the table and me and one other guy. And the other guy is like in his late fifties and he's a white dude. And he, yeah, laughed. So he's like this Phil guy. He's got a lot of good ideas. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally. He laughed. I'm totally and, on board with everything and, he's saying. And the fact that he laughed and none, none of them laughed. Yeah. Made the jerk, like made it way worse. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Which made me think it was even funnier. Oh well, yeah. It's way funnier, like, but it's it worse. confirmed. So many biases too. Like, ooh, it confirmed all he your was biases. Like, I knew, I knew women couldn't take a joke, and they were like, "I knew <laughs> here they are." Would, yeah, they I knew these white men were sexist. <laughs> and that's what you should have said. Should have said that. And see, and now that is confirmation bias. Yeah, you're like, that's the real confirmation bias. I was <laughs> look at you at. getting, getting the upset. Con. <laughs> look at all of you getting awesome. upset. <laughs> look at all of you getting uh. upset getting upset oh man so what did i miss what did i miss well we you know we just talked about you i mean what did i miss what did i miss we the missies how's the missies we talked all about the things how much we love you how much we appreciate you all that you do for us can i tell you guys Um, something embarrassing yes so mm. you know TikTok, right? You guys are aware of TikTok. Yeah. Are you Dancing. familiar I'm, with I've the, heard of it. Um, are you familiar with the uh this trend of 
it's not exclusive to TikTok, but uh, they call it like pack ripping or breaking box breaking. Yeah. For like playing cards. Yeah. They no. like break a box. Yeah. No. So <laughs> you're not familiar with this, Phil? No. So there's different iterations, but the the main thing is someone will like open packages of trading cards and people will watch yeah. them open the creating cards so it's like you get okay uh, it's like it's like low investment because you're hoping like you get some enjoyment out of them pulling some rare card or whatever but you yeah. don't have any investment in it you know so i got sucked into a live stream on tiktok yesterday of this guy called fabulous breaks from fabulous las vegas and what he does is he has all these boxes of trading cards up on the wall and like people will send him money to buy them oh and yeah then and then he opens it, them up and right? it's okay. like here's yeah. your cards that i'm gonna send you yeah yeah exactly yeah which is kind of cool i watched that for what? an hour and a cool? half last night it's just like a fun experience i mean it's the same reason it's like Twitch. it's fun it's like watching tv yeah it's just it's just cool it's the same reason because people criticize here is Twitch. your cards that i'm going to send you yeah 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 but it's, but it's like, like everyone's it's communal, watching it together it's a communal yeah. thing it's like better than just like I'm gonna open it in the basement by myself. Phil, have you been to have you been to Las Vegas? Phil, it's like, yes. why do you go work okay, out so, with all those dudes? You could just go work out by yourself. No, but this is this is the thought I had, and probably because he's in Las Vegas. But it's it's similar to like standing around the craps table or like totally watching other people play poker, where it's like you have no investment in it, but they do, and so that raises yeah. the stakes and makes it exciting and like. If someone pulls like a good card, you're like, "Oh, that was awesome," and okay. <laughs> if they don't, then you're like, "Oh, dude, that sucks." So you like get to live vicariously through them. Huh. Um, so it's like a gamble. It's like a somewhat gambling because they're people paying like hundreds and hundreds of dollars for these packs of cards, and like huh. they're like, oh, "Okay, they're this card right like here." They're no, probably like not paying these... like way over market value or anything, right? No, no, it's just a lot. So they were like, yeah. it was like four, like the one that was like, this is the cool one. It's like 480 bucks for um, like a box of 10 packs of cards. Yeah. Um, and so then he's like ripping them and they're like, you're guaranteed four autographed cards. And like some of the autographs are, most of the autographs are just like brand new rookies. So they're not really worth anything. But like if they hit big, then they could be. But then every once in a while, someone will like hit a cool card, and you're like, "Oh, this card is like super rare, and it's worth like you just made all your money back and then some with one card." <laughs> yeah, it's gambling, but it's it was fun. But anyway, it's a I got, fun. I yeah, watched it. It's for just like a communal. Dude, I'll get. I would get sucked into those for Pokemon cards sometimes. And oh there's yeah. This, there's this one guy who opens Pokemon cards who he he does this thing where. It's kind of annoying because, well, so he, he'll he do a poll and have people vote if he should rip the pack or not, meaning, like, actually tear the cards in half. Oh. And then the point of it is, like, you're risking, like, if you have him tear the cards in half, there must be some, yeah, like, he do only does a certain amount. Because the point is, like, it's it's exciting because then he might open it. Like, he tears them in half before he knows what they are. Yeah. So he might open the pack and realize, oh, I had this really valuable card and now it's ruined. What? But like as the viewer, you have no skin in the game, so it's like, yeah, tear them, tear them all in half. Like, what do I care? Oh, that's like, crazy. it's more fun that way, and like, <laughs> okay. it doesn't cost. So there must be limits on like how often he does it or something like that. But 
Yeah, like on there, they kept trying to get him. They're like, if we get a hundred thousand likes, rip a pack for yourself. Like, open a pack for yourself. And he's like, no, oh, I'm not gonna do that ever. <laughs> it's like, yeah, obviously, because you you make more money selling them than you would like from the car. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like that's not his hobby. Like some apparently. people, some people make money from a pack, but most people are losing money, which means you're gaining money. And plus, you paid like totally below retail. You're selling them at a or yeah exactly like that maybe is more what it is but yeah there's certainly they're probably paying a premium just because like it comes from him and like maybe he's well known or something like that or like he's he's at least well known to them seems like some of the cards are like hard to get or rare like even the packages like you you can't really totally buy a pack at the store or whatever that's how a lot of there was like a lot of card shortages during covid weirdly of like new cards so like pokemon cards there are people camping out outside of like walmart <laughs> on random days just to get pokemon cards and it's yeah. like that's a that's crazy well whatever like you know it's not hurting anybody but um, i mean i guess it's not that crazy it's like anything else yeah exactly it's a hobby. like it's it's, it's pretty nuts like we're you know we're sitting on a sunday night talking to random strangers we met on the internet you know <laughs> a million so, years yeah. ago we all do weird stuff i guess uh he he had the funnest the best part for me was he had this one box and he's like these are asian exclusive and like don't ask me how i got them and every time he said that in the chat i was like how'd you get those <laughs> it's just such That's a, a dumb classic joke, aaron but... move <laughs> how'd you get those all teams <laughs> um so were they sports cards then me... yeah it was mostly there's a lot of NFL cards, um, and it was like baseball, basketball, and football. And one, okay. I saw one, this one lady bought like a box of UFC cards, which is like the least exciting thing ever. Yeah, I UFC is because I'm like, like, I don't know any of these people. Yeah. But also, like, team sports, there's like everyone, ha- you know, it shows your stats for a whole season, and the stats make yeah, sense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> UFC. It's like I don't I may not know this name, but I know the team. At least I recognize that. Yeah. You know? Well and, and this is and just the like other a bunch with, of buff people like on cards. Well the other thing with UFC is like the the percentage of guys that actually like hang have any longevity is very, oh, very yeah. small. Like, oh totally. Yeah. It, so most of them are like yeah, they have like a short record. And also the right. record is like like if somebody has an ERA in the major leagues you know what that means, but if somebody just has a record of their fights, just like with boxing, like you don't know who they fought, like they could have just fought a bunch of, bunch of random Joes at the local, right. you know, gym or whatever. <clears throat> random Joes. Yeah, it's there's yeah. So um, I've, I've watched my this? share of and and Pokemon see, cards. See, there's like. I don't know if sports cards are the same way. They must be. But in a given pack, there's like a certain number of basic cards or just like, you know, low non-rare cards. And then there's a certain number of rare and ultra rare cards or whatever. And there's always an energy. And so, and they're always in the, in the same order in a Pokemon pack. Mm. Um, And so people know, like they'll open it and then put a certain number of cards on the back and then show, as they're as they're flipping them so the best card ends up at the end but then it even gets as granular as like 
a lot of the high value cards, especially in the early Pokemon cards, which are the ones, the only ones that have a ton of value. Um, like the holographic cards weigh a tiny bit more. Uh-huh. So you can sell like a sealed pack of like first generation Pokemon cards if it's heavy, uh, which is like, it's a, you know, like fractions of a gram more, but you can sell it for way more, even though it's still just like a guess, like hopefully yeah. it has it, you know, that's crazy. Hopefully one of the cards just isn't weirdly heavy, but that, yeah, that's a weird, I don't know. And it's weird because like, if I had kept all my Pokemon cards I had, they would all be worth a ton of money right now. Yeah. But at the time we had just like, I grew up in the second generation of baseball card collecting, which was when none of those cards are worth anything ever because everyone had a million of them, you know? Yeah. They were just everywhere. You could buy like boxes. Yeah. And our parents was into it. Every Christmas he would get like a box. Yeah. So you would get like every card, right? Oh, totally. Like I would get like full like sets. You could just you know? buy the complete set. Yeah, exactly. Of even baseball cards. Like, yeah, I'm like get I the had tops box and it's going to give me every card they published that year or whatever. Yeah, I had the complete set of 91, 92 upper deck, you know? Yeah, yeah. Upper deck. Like, what was the other one that was big? Donruss, Don, tops. Don, Donruss, yeah. Yeah. Upper deck. Fleer was Fleer and Fleer. tops were like the two biggest probably. Yeah. We were like way into baseball cards. I think upper I told you guys like the story. Only, yeah. Of when I went to that card show and bought this one card I really wanted, and it was a Frank Thomas rookie card, and I've been carrying it around the whole show, and then realized I was holding the case upside down, and it slid out at some point, and so I was just oh, like lost. No. Oh, <laughs> dude, it was brutal. And I was that like, sucks. I was like probably eight or nine, maybe. <laughs> so it was like you know stuff like that means a lot at that age. <laughs> That's terrible. So that was nuts. Yeah. So then we grew up to know that like, okay, our parents, our parents were into baseball card collecting when they were older because they had the same thought of like, man, if I kept all my cards from when I was a kid, I'd be a millionaire. Right. And we grew up in the generation that was like, well, none of these cards are going to be worth anything because everyone has a million of them. So don't worry about it. But then out turns out Pokemon cards would have been worth a lot. That's weird. Unless you get like a misprint or something. Yeah. Or like the one what's the card? What's the card where he has the he the guy has F face written on the bottom of his bat. So they oh, took it out of that one. They took it out of print. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, I think that's what it says on the let's see. That's amazing. <laughs> uh they yeah, they took it out of print. <laughs> yeah, it, it, oh it's Billy Ripkin. And his bat said uh, yeah, it says F face yeah. on it. I don't know how I remembered that. Apparently, that was a nickname or something. Which, like, that's a pretty brutal nickname. Not even that it's like <laughs> insulting, but like, that's yeah. you know, for some, like, are they saying that often? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man, it's weird. Cards are like super, and I see a ton of those on TikTok on lives. You know, yeah. People, did you guys talk about the um? Phil's dance yet? Ooh, the high school dance, or did he yeah. did he come up with a dance? No, the high school dance. Mm-mm. No, we didn't. Is there anything worth talking about? Um. Hmm. You mentioned there wasn't no. much grinding happening. <laughs> no. Okay. This. This, uh, this is amusing. So part of this. 
part of this is, I think the fact that, um, that, uh, we're, you know, coming back from COVID, right. And it's been two years of no dances. So like the kids last, there was no junior prom last year, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and so these kids, this is junior prom. Most of the kids there are juniors unless they were invited by a junior. Um, and, uh, so like they have not been to very many dances and I thought it was odd that the dance started at seven. The, you know, there's like, you know, lights, there's a DJ, there's a huge line outside. The kids are trickling in and they are not, they do not, they seem, they seem very, very timid. Like your hires. I mean, they were like, you know, not like, uh, split up by, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. boy, girl or anything, but like they were not moving. And when I, that video that I sent you guys, the part of what I thought was so funny about it is that this song like makes me want to freaking move. What was the song? I have no idea. In the video I sent you guys. Yeah. I don't remember. Was I, was it, making I like to face. move it, move it. No, it was definitely not that one. Was it, it was, move? it was, by Ludacris? Probably not. Um, anyway. Was it I Like the Way You Move? It, it's a, it's definitely like a, a booty shaking type Does of song. Does everybody dance now? Things that make you go move? Nope, nope, none of those. And Where did you send it? Was it, I, oh, was it in the hot all responded. Somewhere? You all, yeah, and you all sent oh, okay. me like yeah, inappropriate yeah, okay, comments. Yeah, just because I knew it was happening, but I was busy watching people rip open trading card packs. So, I don't recognize the point. It. The point is, the song is playing, and I I thought it would be funny to make a video of me making awkward faces at a dance, when in actuality nothing inappropriate was happening in front of me. In fact, it was very sad because they were all just standing around. Now. It was a few minutes after I sent that video that Things the got song wild. Party Rock Anthem came on and it was like a freaking light switch flipped in every kid's... And that song is Party Rockers in the house tonight. Is that That's the, one? the one? Yes. Everybody yes. just had a good time. Is it they Party Rock collective? is in the house or Party Rockers in the house? I think party, it's actually... I thought it was Party, party Rock... rock mm. Party rocking. Party rock. And party rock is in the house tonight. I was right. You guys. Yeah, that's what I thought can... too. And then he oh, says later rock. on, he says, he says, thanks Everybody for party just rocking. Have a good time. Thanks for party rocking. And we going to make you lose your mind. Yeah, he says, Everybody thanks for party rocking. Hey, hey, thanks for, thanks for party rocking. That's LMFAO. So, is that who that was? Or? Yeah. Yes. So that song comes on yeah. and. The, it was like in all of their hearts and minds, a switch flipped mm. and they're like, Oh, wait a minute. I'm here to, that's beautiful. I'm here to go to, ballistic to have and, a good time. 
Yes. Yes. And they instantly, like the entire, the entire mob just started jumping up and down. And I was like, and it made me so freaking happy to see them like, it, but it was weird that it was like, okay, this song didn't do it. This song didn't do it. This song did it. And that was the, <laughs> was like, that is weird. Oh, and I here's another thing that I, that's the one. Here's the, here's the other thing that I found very, very interesting. It was there. They, the DJ played relatively current songs, but the ones that they went the most crazy for were songs that were between 15 and 20 years old. Yeah. That makes Why? Sense. Because that's how it that's was not... for us, too. No way. Yeah. No dude, way. When I was. Yes. When, like okay, a... listen. No. When you were when okay. you were in the mm -hmm. in the late 90s, mm -hmm. you did not go the most ballistic for songs that were in the mid 70s. Well, first of all, that's 20 the something years. 80s. When I was, I graduated in 2000, I guarantee you if like a, a hit from the mid 80s came on, people would have enjoyed that yeah. a lot. Okay. I mean, like for me, the most popular song was Blue. So when did that song come out? Like the mid 80s. <laughs> Dude, that song would have blown Wait. people's minds in the 80s. Are you talking about? Eiffel 65. 1965? No, the band is called Eiffel 65. Oh, no, that song came out in 1998. Okay, yeah. But you're right. Like they. That's like a Dance Dance Revolution song in my mind. Totally. Um, but but yes, people would have lost their mind at plenty of '80s songs too, though. Although it was, it probably would be a little bit older than that because I feel like my age, growing up, we thought the '80s was like the worst time for music. Hmm. But I guess at a dance, it's different than like the type of music you would listen to on a day-to-day -day basis. But here's here's what I think is the reason why. If I could posit a theory and see what you guys posit, think about this. Posit away. So if you play a current song, there's going to be some people who like it because it's like, okay, I like pop and this is a pop song. Or I like rap and this is a rap song. And then other people are going to be like, well, I don't like rap, so I don't like that song. Or I'm, I'm into heavy metal, so I don't like whatever, right? So in yeah. current music, there's a lot of like genre-specific things. And like you have to like it to like it. But if it's old, mm. then it's like that kind of goes out the window and everyone can just like it. And there, Man, a lot weird. of the pretense is gone. I think you might be right. Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus was a massive hit last night. Like, <laughs> yeah. they went freaking bonkers when <laughs> it came on. That old, though, is it? It's probably about 15 years old, yeah. Like, the, the second the uh, guitar, like, it starts with 10, that guitar riff. 10 years old. Yeah, probably. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, it's certainly. Yeah, it's probably because it was yeah, on. We're talking it was in the office. They like they rifted it in the office. Yeah, so two thousand nine. Part of Sabre came out two thousand nine. So yeah, that was yeah thirteen, 13 years, years ago. ago. Dang, Sabre. The second, the second, the guitar riff, like like two two seconds, yeah. two seconds into the song, they were screaming. Yeah. 
Screaming. Okay, so if like at my high school prom, if Sweet Child of Mine had come on, it would have been the same thing. Okay. Mm, okay. Or Welcome to the Jungle, even though you yeah. can't really dance to it. But like that that guitar riff, if it everyone would be like, oh yeah, yeah I know the song. It's a unifying experience, and no one like has to even like the song. It's just that they don't have to like it, you know, like the, liking it or not liking it is kind of yeah. You don't at that point. There was no like you didn't have to. Well, it's really more about you didn't have to hate it as much. Like there's a lot of current music that you right. kind of feel obligated to dislike, right? You don't have to have any like thoughts about it. You just yeah. you can experience it kind of freely. Yeah, ace freely kiss. If a Kiss song came on, probably we probably wouldn't have been that thrilled because they'd be like, "What is this? Music isn't good." But no, nah, except I like for some Kiss songs, except for Rock and Roll and Night and Party Beth? Day. I feel like you don't like Beth. No, not Beth. No, not Beth, Beth dude. We don't no, say Beth. nobody likes that song. I like Beth. Beth. You don't say Beth. Oh no, that's Mick no, Beth. Sorry. Don't talk nobody about the like, Beth. Nobody likes Beth. Oh, Mick. Beth, that's you're thinking Beth, of Beth. Beth is the worth. Worth. Stop it. Stop talking about Beth. Okay, um, but party all party every night is good. Like it's cheesy, but it's. I'm saying song. that one. Like that's. Yeah. I think that's that is a, that is like a. It's like a rock. It's it, just it, like it, a fun rock song. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. like uh. It's as legitimate as like it's grown. Grown bigger Song than number two Kiss. or something. Yeah, it's grown yeah. bigger than than the band Kiss itself. Like I, I bet there are people who, oh, I didn't that song, know that was by Kiss for years. Love that song and could sing all the words to the chorus and say, "I have no idea who sings that song." Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't sure. know a single Kiss song until I was like an adult, and I worked at a record store. I don't know if you guys knew that. Whoa. Oh really? yeah, I didn't know about that at all. Very, very cool of you. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> what other Kiss songs Remember? even are there? Oh, I was made for hey. loving you, baby. That's a good one, dude. <laughs> that's a good one. Love Gun. Aaron, why don't you pull up the li- lyrics to Love Gun? Read no. us some lyrics. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think, I think we've I, done this with Kiss songs before. I don't actually like Kiss. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's um, how bold of you to say. <laughs> All right. I want to tell you guys a story. A story of um, joy and record collecting in the... Can I do that? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> in the what? Joy and in record collecting in the... Barrio, in the modern age, in the modern age. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now All that right, we know, so this story has nostalgia. Ooh, it has lifelong friendship. It has surprises, Deceit, revenge, has birthdays, true has love, metalcore, and emo. Are you ready? Are you ready? I don't know if I am. All right, so. I sold a pedal a while the other day, and so I had some extra money laying around. And uh-uh. this band that I used to like a lot called Zao. Are you familiar with this band? Yeah, Zao, I believe. Goes, yeah, Zao. They sing that song that goes, Zao, me say Zao. So they were like a metalcore band. Zao, the like They're still around, but anyway, they are 
they announced. I think it's Zeosin. <laughs> is that like that the they're releasing? They're re-releasing one of their their seminal album, you might say, uh, with new artwork that better reflects the times, um, and it lines up with the two previous albums that were kind of a trilogy. So anyway, new artwork that like wait wait better Does, the was album. the old artwork like racist or something? Um, no. So the drummer of the band went through a phase where he was like wearing eyeliner a lot. Um, which is not a big deal, but also, so, especially because he's the drummer, like most people probably didn't even notice. Well, he was also like the like the founder of the band, whatever. But anyway, so the cover of the album is just a close up of his eye with like fingers next to it. Um, it's really bad. <laughs> so this the new album is. So not they bad. were really like playing up the fact that he was wearing eyeliner. Yeah, yeah. they're like, look how cool we are because our drummer has eyeliner. <laughs> Yeah, but I think it was like the kind of thing where like no one even liked it at the time, but he was like, "Oh no, this is really cool," and he kind of had like creative control in some way. Um, anyway, so he's out of the band now, so it's they've redid it. <laughs> um, and the two albums before that had like paintings that this one artist had done the cover art, and so they got that guy to come back and do a third one that that goes on the third album. So like it's a trilogy. <clears throat> Anyway, so I was like, okay, I'm going to, this album comes out, it's releasing Friday at 10 a.m. And there's only, it's like limited to however many copies. So I'm like, I'm going to try to get one. So uh, 10 a.m. comes around, I go on Instagram to find the link. And I see that another band that I like from back, same time period, pretty much, the Juliana Theory. You guys familiar with that band? They have a new EP coming out on on vinyl and it's up for pre-order so i'm like okay which one do i get and i'm like i have enough i'm gonna get both so let me flash back to a couple weeks ago uh my friend neil who i i I have been friends with for like 20 plus years 25 20 something years um he he messaged he texted me and he goes hey give me your address i have something to send you um and he sent me the new record from this other band squad five oh who released a new album so i was like okay i'm gonna buy myself the zeo album i'm gonna buy pre-order the juliana three album for myself and i'm gonna pre-order the juliana three album for neil too so i i did and then i messaged neil i text him and i say hey um they just announced this and i i got my i got one and i got one for you too and he messages me back and he goes Oh, dude, sick. Zayo just released, re-released uh, Liberate, and I got you a copy. And I was like, no way. <laughs> the album that I bought. So now I'm like, okay, so now I'm going to have two of this album, this record, right? I'm like, okay. okay. I guess I could, like, sell one or, like, whatever. The next day, my friend Obviously Scott... Obviously, sell the, the one that you bought and not the gift. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'll just sell the one I that I got. My friend Scott, who I've also been friends with for like 20 plus years, we used to play in bands in high school. He he sends me a message and he goes, hey, did you see this Zayo thing? They re-released this album, but I totally missed out on it. And I said, have I got news for you, my friend? Because I may have an extra copy. And if you want it, you can have it. I'm like, for a small fee. And he's like, and he goes, no way. 
that's awesome. Tomorrow's my birthday. And I said, well, consider it a birthday present. And he's like, dude, let me buy you a shirt, a T-shirt of like, because they put out some new shirts too. I was like, okay, sick. And that is my story. Wow. Isn't that great? Everyone's just buying each other records and sending each other T-shirts and stuff. I think Cole's asleep. Uh, Cole, are you asleep? Man. Yeah, Cole's asleep. Cole fell asleep. I don't know why. Sorry, I muted my mic. I'm a little jealous that, like, you have friends like that, I guess. It's like that dude that goes to concerts. Not that I, <laughs> not that I want. What's that? Oh yeah, I guess I guess that's true. It's like, but it is like a very cool. Vibe. It's like a very heartwarming story. Yeah, for it's sure. just fun that everyone was like thinking of each other and like. Totally. I don't know. I was it's like, and I was like, like, I think I was like, as happy or more happy to like give a one away than to like get one. There's a lesson in there, man. I, I know. know. It's like all of you are Haley Joel Osment from that movie. Pay it forward. Yeah, we're just paying it in a circle. Yeah. It's a circle pay. It's like a You're just, it's like a human centipede of paying it's it like forward. A, like a perk. <laughs> we're like passing the perks around in circles. Exactly. A circle perk. You're jerking it forward is what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. There you go. <laughs> it's like it's like when the you said biscuit circle, of the heart. The perks, are you talking percocets? Like you're talking lip about biscuits of the heart. Passing perks. Not the band, but pa- passing perks. <laughs> passing perks, yeah. Heck yeah, dude. Oh man, that's the best part of. If you ever want, like, okay, getting hit by a minivan, not great, but the Percocets, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want, dude, yeah, I it's crazy. It's worth it, but it's definitely a plus. So have I'm you sorry. guys? Have you guys seen definitely Soft White? Have white. you guys seen Soft White Underbelly? No, yeah, but I think, I think mentioned we talked this about the other it. day. Did we talk we about, about it? it last not on the podcast. <laughs> I don't think it was it's, on the podcast. It's wild. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that's crazy about it, right? But one of the one of the crazy things. So like he has one of his studios set up. It's just a guy that's just interviews people and and they're people kind of on the margins of society in a lot of ways. But a lot of them are just living at skit in Skid Row in in Los Angeles. Oh yeah. And so it's a ton of drug addicts. And it's crazy to hear the way that drug addicts talk about prescription drugs and like talk about like, I'm not going near that stuff. Oh yeah. Because Dude, like I'm, ad- I'm literally addicted to crack, but I'm not going near that stuff because it's way too addictive. And I've seen too many people die from it. Like <laughs> that is bonkers to me. And this is not just like, you know, hysteria that this is like actual experience. Like they're literally living, yeah, yeah. you know, it, homeless and they're crack addicts and they're like no i'm not going anywhere near any of that like uh fentanyl it will, that or... will ruin my life <laughs> exactly <laughs> which is like Duh. it's like i have but i mean not that not to talk down but like if you're if you're a homeless crack addict you're it's pretty bad but they're like i have too much to lose to, exactly <laughs> to go near that stuff i can't afford to to be wasting my life on fentanyl. Yeah. Wow, man, fentanyl. That's just there's no goodbye calls for fentanyl. Yeah. Pretty nuts. Anyway, so uh you know what I did last week? I don't. I spent the whole week in Hawaii. Oh, I did know that, yeah. And 
one thing I want to talk about that was kind of fun. I, I thought about, so I was working at this place called the Polynesian Cultural Center, which is this place. It's owned by my church, mm-hmm. um, but it's basically my a church. theme park. <laughs> and you go learn about, there's like villages for each. It's kind of like a, like what are, what's the Disney theme park that's like out? Like Epcot? The, the Disney World one. I guess it's kind of like Epcot, actually. That's, yes, that is the, that is the analogy. Right. Um, but you know, there's six, Never there's been. like Tahiti, Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, oh, okay, New Zealand, yeah. and Hawaii. Um, and then they have like this luau at the end of the night. So they want some kind of Hawaiian luau. You remember that? From Always Sunny. I bet he doesn't even know how to say luau oh, wow. when they when Charlie can't remember. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> um, and then they do this like this whole show and they have all these fire dance, fire knife dancers and all this crazy stuff. Um, so they have a shop there that mostly just sells, they have a bunch of different gift shops and one of them just sells ukuleles and they have, um, a bunch of like handmade, you know, super high end, like $7,000 ukuleles or whatever. And so I was thinking like, Oh, maybe I'll get a nice ukulele, but like one that's, I don't know over a hundred dollars. Cause every ukulele I've ever played is like $15 or whatever. Yeah. 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 Right. But just like one, that's like an instrument and not a toy. Exactly. I didn't end up getting ukulele because the, the, all of the ones that were in a reasonable price range were just Kala ukuleles, which is kind of like the most, you can get them anywhere. It's like the widely available brand of ukuleles. Right. Yeah. Um, but it was funny to see like, um, so there were a bunch that were like in the $300 range and they had, they incorporate a lot of like, I know you guys aren't super into acoustic guitar. Well, Phil, you probably are more than I am nowadays, honestly, but you know, a lot of higher end acoustic guitars and now that's starting to make its way into, into like mainstream acoustic guitars, but they'll have like a, uh, a forearm bevel, for example, mm-hmm. so it'll be like an actual piece of the top that's cut out around where your forearm rests and it'll have an angled piece of wood there and stuff. So like a lot of these ukuleles had a forearm bevel on them, even though like your forearm doesn't even rest. It doesn't even rest on a ukulele while you play. It's totally visual. Yeah. But they looked, they looked really good, honestly. But then a lot of them also had sound ports, which is another like really popular feature on boutique guitars, which is just like a sound hole on the side of the guitar, like where the, like where the preamp would be on a lot of acoustic electric guitars. Yeah, like pointing up at the player. Pointing up at your face, you know, which yeah. again on a ukulele, I mean, that actually may make, you know, a tiny bit of difference, but mm-hmm. um, it was just funny to see these. They basically are just trying to make them look like boutique acoustic guitars. But but yeah, I thought, I don't know. I was like, oh man, I'm going to get into ukulele now. I'm going to start playing the ukulele and like... <laughs> but I totally Dude, wouldn't. Instead of losing weight, you should just gain a ton of weight. I know exactly. And just, just be, be like, like the Israel. Next is. Yeah. Kamakavivo Ole. Or Breda is... is, as they call him. Yeah. I obviously heard plenty of his music while I was there. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> um you should you should reach out to Kala ukuleles and see if they'll make a signature model for you. Heck yeah, dude. The chunky basty. No, the cold ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> we did go to Duke's, obviously. 
Oh yeah, Waikiki. Ooh, fancy. Did you get a Locomoco? Uh, yeah. Well, my wife did at least. Oh, I got hey. a a uh, bacon cheeseburger. Oh, dude. Um, no, I did get a Locomoco at this tiny little place. It was funny. We so the, the Polynesian Cultural Center is in this tiny little town called Laie, and a lot of the town is basically focused around the Polynesian cultural center. So like, which is only open in the afternoon. It it opens at like 1230 and then closes at night after the night show. Um, So like most of the restaurants there aren't even open at night because everyone who's there is eating at the Polynesian cultural center, you know? Um, But they, they had this little, restaurant that was just in the middle of this residential like it was literally just houses all around it and then this one little breakfast restaurant so we went to get breakfast and there were probably they had just lifted the mask mandate in hawaii like the week before we got there Mm. um and like the traveler there used to be a bunch of travel restrictions oh yeah uh, for hawaii they lifted all the covid related travel restrictions and everything so yeah on this like on this restaurant there were probably six signs that that reminded you to wear a mask and we're like, we don't want your germs. Like, like to the point where it's like, Oh, this guy's kind of a nut job about COVID. And like, I was a nut job about COVID. Right. But like, it's a little much. And we get up to win- to the window. We're just outside. Like you just order at the window and we're like, Oh, do you want us to put on masks? And she's like, no, they lifted the mask mandate. And we're thinking like, why do you still have these <laughs> six signs hanging up? And they also had a sign that said cash only. And I was like, Oh, really let me, sick. I was like, let me see if I have enough cash. And she's like, oh, you can just pay with a credit card. <laughs> it's like, why do you get rid of the cash only sign then, you know? Save yourself some trouble. Yeah, it would be helpful for your business if you removed that exactly. sign. Exactly. But like actually, all those signs, all those signs would be helpful for your business. losing money. Oh, man. But I wish I had it more. Is, it uh, is funny to, because a lot of places were like no cash during COVID and to be cash only during totally. COVID. Totally. It's a bold move. But this is more like, because because they're just like really small no businesses it is totally it is like a weird backwards thing in fact (laughs) there was this there's this famous ice cream place near my house called nielsen's frozen custard and for years and years like until uh covid basically well until like 2016 probably they didn't accept credit cards at all it was cash only or checks which is like that seems like a bigger yeah. risk. Um, and then they started accepting credit cards. And then a few years later, COVID hit and they stopped accepting cash because of COVID. And so yeah. on the sign, it said like, uh, uh, no cash accepted. And then in parentheses, like, yes, we see the irony in this. <laughs> like we get that. It's funny because <laughs> we only accepted cash forever. So anyway, like so you guys think like, they only take cash because they're like, we don't want to pay credit card fees. Exactly. Which is like, I feel like for most places and stuff, I feel like for most places, especially like the, so a lot of the restaurants we had to eat at were just food trucks and they were like in an area where there were a bunch of food trucks. Mm. I feel like in that setting, if you are one of the few places that does accept credit cards, you would way more than make up for the fees by just the increased business you would get by accepting credit cards. Yes. Yeah. How do you feel about places like making you pay for the credit card fee? I'm fine with if that. Like, like it's 50 cents to use a card. Totally. 
I'm, or you have to I'm spend totally this okay much money. That. Like you have to spend. Yeah, at that's least another. This much money. You see that at like gas stations. Yeah, where and it's I, like I'm, we don't want you. Yeah, I'm fine with buying that too. a pack of gum with yeah. a credit card or whatever. Yeah, I'm totally yeah. fine with that. I mean, it's just like asking someone right, to pay PayPal fees or whatever if you yeah, know, yeah. they want to do PayPal. And it's like if you're if you don't like the fee, well, then pay cash. Well, I don't have cash. Well, then it's worth it to you because that's your right, only it, option. It's convenience is <laughs> like, for you. It's, it's not more you, convenient for them. Yeah. If you had walked up to the restaurant and the posted price had been 50 cents more, you wouldn't have thought anything about it, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> How do you feel about... Uh, never mind. <laughs> how do you feel about automatic gratuities? Like, how do you feel about that? Dude, I freaking... I'm like... I saw this tweet that was like, I know I know if I pull up to a place and they hand me an iPad to check out, I'm about to tip somebody for something I never would have tipped them for before. Like... Even if uh, the, that's not what you're asking, you're talking about automatic gratuity, but I hate every place that has an iPad checkout thing that just like pops up automatically with the tip. Like you're at an ice cream store. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I'm not going to tip you 20% for just handing me my ice cream. Like that's not a part of the business. A lot model, of coffee. You know? Or worse. Oh, totally. I like bet coffee shops. Is shops like, right. But, what do you think is like an adequate tip amount at a coffee shop? Or worse when it's like, uh, when it's like a frozen yogurt place where you do it yourself, yeah, like what and are you then talking like about? you like <laughs> I put it on the scale, like I, all yeah. you did was ring like, it up, like I I scooped I scooped all my own things, yeah, and then and now I'm putting it on the scale and you're pressing a couple buttons and then it's asking me to give you a tip. <laughs> it should, no, <laughs> no, I'm not giving you. A tip. I feel like, like you should be able to un like tip yourself by like. Exactly. Like a negative. <laughs> like what discount do you think you deserve for the work that you just did? Exactly. Uh, 20% the work that you good. didn't have to do just now. <laughs> well, I think like for a coffee shop, I would think like in the past, you would have just thrown a couple bucks in there, right? Maybe. Whoa. I feel like, like at, bucks? at coffee shops, you end up tipping way too much. Because like, okay, you spend because like of the social drink, pressure, and right? You tip like a dollar. That's like 20%. Right, I guess that's not a ton, but but I feel like sometimes on the pads it's like like the lowest option is like eighteen, and then it goes up to like thirty percent or something. Yeah, the lowest option is eighteen. It's like eighteen, twenty, and twenty four or something, and it's yeah, like, something crazy. Yeah, like I will never tip less than twenty percent at a restaurant, regardless of how bad the service was. Yeah, but like, Same-sies. but I can't I at a tip. at a server restaurant at a server restaurant exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, ten percent for takeout. Not Chipotle. Fair. Yeah, Chipotle is just like like what am I gonna start no, tipping at Taco tip Bell at or something? Or Although, Subway. Like you're not I mean, gonna you tip a Subway, tip it, right? Tip I guess I guess an argument can be made your food. It's just they do it in yeah. front of you though, is the thing. Exactly. An argument like, could be made for like for Chipotle to get and Subway to get tips. But then you have to make the same argument for Burger King because I just asked them to yeah, make McDonald's. me a Whopper with no tomato and extra whatever. And like somebody's making it. They're just not looking me in the face while they do it, you know? Yeah, they don't even make mm. it until you order it. Do you have it your way, Phil? You think that doesn't deserve a tip to have it your way? Hmm. 
why why is subway different from uh, like i get initially why you would think that because you are first of all you can subway, see they're, the person they're right? sandwich artists i mean okay that's they're artists I mean. um i think okay this is this is dumb this this may be dumb i the 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 argument should be made that if there's like if there's some some form of skill involved right like if you couldn't if you couldn't train me in in one day to do the job so you're saying there's more skill involved in subway than there is in burger king i guess there's not but um, like you tip waiters and they don't even cook anything you're right but a lot of places the tip gets gets dispersed yeah, to the in california and everything right now. yeah yeah which is why i i mean i don't i don't like not tip for bad service for a million reasons but like that's one of them is like you're punishing a bunch yeah, of people it affects everybody yeah yeah but hmm. Huh. Hmm. 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 a bunch of rich it, it, white I, guys it is talk about tips though. it's definitely arbitrary <laughs> It's no, weird like I, that when it's I still at, when what I it is. Is it something shop, my tips were amazing. Like that was like, I would make almost as much in tips as like I would get paid hmm. in a day. The, the only reason rest tipping still exists is because it is a way for like restaurant owners and people in power to underpay people. Yeah. Yeah. Like Amazon probably wishes that tipping your delivery driver is more customary so they could pay their delivery drivers less, you know? Right. Yeah. You tip pizza delivery guys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> and you tip like other food delivery. Yeah. Hmm. I only hmm. used DoorDash once in my life and it was when we were on vacation and someone else was using the car. So we ordered some breakfast and got, uh, and part of the order was some hot chocolate for my wife mm. and the hot chocolate just wasn't in there. And so I, I got it from the guy at the hotel room door and I was like, where's the hot chocolate? He's like, and he just kind of like shrugged his shoulders. Like, eh, you know, what are you going to do? Wow. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's a bummer. I'm sure something I could do about that. You only use DoorDash once. Yeah. You yeah. Last time, my, my I I just re-listened to last week's episode. It's too expensive. Yeah. And he's expensive. like, he's talking about how expensive it is, and it's like, well, no. I mean, it is though. It is. No. What do you mean, no? It's very expensive. You pay because not a only, large. Not only do you have to pay delivery fee and service fee, but they also jack up the prices too. Yeah, the price of the actual goods yeah. is higher. Like I've used the Chipotle app even, and if you order like delivery, and then you're like, and you toggle to pickup, everything's like ten or fifteen percent cheaper for pickup. Plus, they make you pay for delivery. Yeah, it's pretty. And that's their own app. Brutal. That's not even a third party. Hmm. It's out of control. It's very. Do you DoorDash a lot, Phil? Um, not a lot, but enough that 
my wife paid for the what's it called um dash pass yes i mean it's obviously which i guess is why but like it's like so even if you have that you're not paying for delivery every time but you're still paying like upcharged prices yeah right and it but that yes and and some some places more than others like they're yeah but yes which again, it's like if you're willing to pay for it for the convenience. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not telling you what to do with it. your money. Like you have a swimming pool. I'm not in any position to <laughs> criticize your yeah. financial decisions, but I'm just saying that's the reason. Like that was enough to make me not want to ever do it again. Yeah. I mean, most delivery sucks anyway because the food's just well. And I would say if not made to be delivered, if I used a service to bring hot chocolate to my door and I did not get that hot chocolate, I would hate <laughs> I mean, that service that... too. If I paid a whole buttload, yeah, like yeah. I paid for that hot chocolate, and there was no way he was like, I guess you can submit a complaint or something to like refund the hot chocolate. And I'm like, I'm not gonna go th- like that's that sounds like way more trouble than it's worth. But I'm just, it's enough money for me to be angry about, but not enough money for me to go through the trouble of figuring out how to get refunded for part of the order. You know? Wow. Did I tell you guys in the early COVID days, like we're talking in the first couple weeks? COVID days. Um, we had uh, groceries delivered to our, our home. Yeah, did and, you sanitize everything? Yeah. and But the dude, like, there was alcohol in the purchase. purchase and this was my, my driver's license had just expired. And uh, and so, and Kathy wasn't there. And um, so I'm like. So you had to verify that you're 21. That's the yeah, deal. And he's like, well, but it like, it literally like they've got an app on their phone where they, they, as a, as their delivery person, they have to scan the driver's license. They can't just like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's not like he can just say you're obviously 21. Yeah. You look like 21. Yeah. So his, so, uh, I give him my license and I didn't, I didn't know this, that like he had to scan it. I give him my license and it's expired. So he's trying to run it and it's not like. It's not working and he's like it's not working and he didn't i wasn't going to mention it like but he didn't pick up on the fact that it was wasn't working because it was expired um Uh, and so then he goes uh uh i don't care and he pulls his own id out of his own wallet and i love that and scans it and then goes here you go and and then like left so like I'm sure if he got caught doing that, he would have gotten in a lot of trouble. But like, it was like you know, yeah. Like, like what I, are the robots gonna do? You know, like, are they <laughs> yeah. are they really gonna check? Uh, right. But and I also, what does I he like, have to lose? Like, that's part of the problem with Uber Eats or Uber in general too. Is like, it's not like they're losing. It's not like they're getting fired from their job if, you know, something bad happens with it. I mean, I know for a lot of people it's it's their right, primary but then, source of income, but it's not like, I don't know, maybe I'm minimizing. But he does have a lot to lose if I say, okay, well, fine, then I don't want this order. Like, yeah, then yeah. it, like, it, then he, he gets screwed. Actual money. So he has, like, a vested interest in just, like, going, okay, screw it. it. Yeah. I'm going to, like you know, lie because that 
it benefits him to like it, the the benefit in lying in that moment far, is far greater than like being the uh virtuous truth teller yeah yeah huh. yeah yeah well yeah, yeah that sounds about right you know what else is uh hey one last piece of great news oh the, yeah. uh we just had general conference which is when they announced the new temples yeah they announced temple in modesto california oh sing yeah. it aaron <laughs> welcome to modesto it's butthole of california <laughs> hell yeah i was gonna i don't want to hear gonna... anyone's geographic things about why it's not the butthole of california it it is just i was gonna message the boys about it but then i realized there's already a temple in fresno and sacramento so like well and they're from like they're based they're from fresno aren't they yeah yeah luke and tim so clovis still I, I think they might quietly correct you and say Clovis, but yes, it, they're Fresno. Yeah, that's like. Yeah. Is that like if someone's like, "Oh, you're from like San Francisco," and you're like, "No, I'm in Sausalito or whatever." Exactly, uh, it's even worse than that. Probably it would be not. like saying you're in San Mateo or something, you know. If you're like, "Oh, you you live in Oakland?" Uh, no, Berkeley. Yeah, kind of like. I don't. Clovis is like a literal no, suburb. Bay Area. Of, Why don't I use the Bay Area as an example of Fresno? It is, and it's like more. It's it's a suburb in in like all all aspects. Like it would be yeah, like if like you were nice if you were like, oh, you live yes, in El Cajon, no, and you're like, no, 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 I live in Mount Helix. Like, come it's, on. Yeah, it's the difference is that with those first examples, like San Francisco <laughs> is the more expensive place to live of those. Yeah, that's true. Or Clovis is like the nicer part of Fresno. Give us some more examples that nobody knows about. Um, I'm trying to think of some. It's like, oh. It's like you, Phil. If someone said you live in Sacramento and you were like, uh, actually, Roseville. Phil. But, never, never but Roseville is not cooler too. than Sacramento. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, it's true. It is not at all. In fact, I know, I know way too many people who claim to live in Sacramento, like on their, on their, internet oh, profiles yeah, yeah 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 and it's like no you don't you liar you don't live in sacramento you live in freaking roseville <laughs> you're suburban hey guys right? do you know where i live in Linda friendship Stone? and i'm thankful oh. for it <laughs> <laughs> i'm thankful for friendship too because it's got me a free t-shirt heck yeah dude and it oh and it got you someone to give your zeo record to and it got me it was nice to reconnect with some old friends. So and it was uh, nice to reconnect with you two tonight. So thanks yes. for friendship to you as well. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thanks for friendship. Thanks about for friendship. As a, as a, <laughs>